This is the weekly sales meeting for February 12th, 2023. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic is work for or work with. I learned this in my first managerial job. No one will really work for someone they work for, but they will always work for someone they work with. It is a simple matter of perspective. The self-centered, ego-driven leader will believe the people of the company exist to make them look better and help them go further. But a genuine leader, one with actual followers, is one that will live to make others better. Hear that again. The self-centered, ego-driven leader will believe the people of the company exist to make them look better and help them go further. But a genuine leader, one with actual followers, is one that will live to make others better. It is a huge differentiator and one that is readily apparent to those in your organization. If you are there to make people better and to achieve more than they thought possible, then it becomes a real possibility that you will. If you have hired only for selfish and self-serving reasons, then you will be stuck in a constant state of mediocrity and one that exists with high turnover. That is the difference between how and why. The how people are more likely to have people work for them, while the why people are more likely to have people work with them. The how people are busy trying to fulfill tasks. They are busy carrying out the orders given to them. They are more of the managerial types. While titles give them positions of authority, real authority comes from someone above them. The why people are the ones at the top. They are thinking of what to do next and sending instructions down below. 90s alt-pop singer Alanis Morissette had a unique take on authority. She says the person who knows how will always have a job. The person who knows why will always be his boss. She ought to know. It is a matter of perspective. Those comfortable in their own skin will affirm they work with others. Those struggling to create their own identity see others as a threat. They are more likely to proclaim others work for them. That comfort level should be a telltale sign. When you enter any new situation, it may behoove you to ask about leadership perception from your immediate superior. A seller I once worked with told me, the only persons I have to keep happy are my boss and my boss's boss. I don't have to worry about anyone else. That is a bit of a militaristic, hierarchical view of the world, but his dad is a retired army colonel, so it makes sense. Still, he would be a person who says, I work with this person and that person. He would never say, that person works for me. The entrepreneur and television personality Jonathan Taffer is the host of Bar Rescue on Paramount. He is also on Face of Truth on CBS. Neither one of those is his biggest claim to fame. He was the mastermind behind NFL Sunday Ticket, which is worth millions to DirecTV and the NFL. His take on leadership roles is similar. He said, the greatest gift of leadership is a boss who wants you to be successful. I spent 10 years working in Texas. There, Sam Houston is renowned. Although he was born in Virginia, he is famous for his work in Texas as a statesman. He was, at least partially, responsible for creating the Texas Republic. He served as the first and third president of the Republic of Texas. He was one of the first two individuals to represent Texas in the United States Senate. He said a leader is someone who helps improve the lives of other people or improve the system they live under. And that is the difference. Those that believe people work for them don't have the ability to understand they are responsible for helping make people better. The work for people are only trying to get resources from their employees. They are strip mining their business resources. When those assets run out, they will replace them with another set of resources. 
Meanwhile, the work with leaders will make sure the resource being replenished is the human one. They will determine that you are a vital part of the company. They will find ways to help you grow and achieve in the work environment. Lao Tzu was an ancient Chinese philosopher and writer. He is credited with being the author of Tao Te Ching. This founded philosophical Taoism. He wrote, when the best leader's work is done, people say, we did it ourselves. Think about that for a second. If leadership has done its job, then those in their charge will rise to a level where they feel they no longer need the leader. That is an environmental success. To get a team to the point where they feel they can function without guidance. This is not saying they throw guidance to the wind. This is mastery. This is understanding the tasks at hand so well that leadership's guidance is seen as an assist. It is an occasional check-in rather than a permission granter. It is transforming a team from a nanny state to a collaborative agent, one where the team members are viewed as resources instead of competitors. I realize this is a bit utopian, but one can dream that it has the right people on the bus, all in the right seats, and the bus is driving towards the goal, not off a cliff. One of the largest worldwide sporting spectaculars is the World Cup. It happens every four years. In most countries, it's a huge deal. It is a source of national pride and patriotism. In football, there are some very famous international stars, people like Maradona and Pele for the older crowd. And for the more contemporary, there is Messi and Ronaldo, to name a few. Often, we don't hear about the people that lead those players. There is one such manager. He has won the World Cup, the Champions League, the European Championship, and the Intercontinental Cup. Vicente de Bos Gonzalez is a retired former player and later football manager. He might know a thing or two about leading people. He claims a leader is admired, a boss is feared. Who do you work with or for? Is it someone you admire or someone you fear? Which is better? It may be the biggest difference between managers and leaders. Those two simple words, that preposition you should never use to try to end a sentence. The leader uses with and the manager uses for. Simple. They will telegraph which kind of leader they are by the preposition they choose. 20th century author Warren Gamaliel Bennis is the founding chairman of the Leadership Institute at USC. He was a pioneer. He is credited, at least in part, with the development of leadership studies as a field of study. He spent many years studying and documenting human behavior in group settings. His writings have produced these gems. The first is, the manager accepts the status quo, the leader challenges it. And the second, the manager asks how and when, the leader asks what and why. Notice the difference? It is the same as the difference between the two prepositions. It is the field of focus. Inward focus versus outward focus. For people, which focus on maintaining the status quo, use how and when as they are both inward looking. While with people, focus on challenging the status quo, and they use what and why as they are outward looking. If you are currently a team member working for someone, ask yourself why. Seek instead a team where you are a valued member. If not, start your own team. If you are currently a leader saying this phrase, also ask yourself the same question. Why would you want people to work for you rather than with you? When people work for you, they are working on their own direction and you are herding cats. When they work with you, everyone is pulling in the same direction. 
towards a goal set on the horizon with that goal as the only beacon. All that can is controlled by the person in charge. That person has to have high standards. He or she has to hold themselves and the team accountable for reaching them. As McDonald's founder Ray Kroc said, the quality of a leader is reflected in the standards they set for themselves. Those standards should include creating a team where everyone is pulling for the same goal. Otherwise, you have only succeeded in creating chaos. While some people like chaos, leaders try to create creative order. Challenge the status quo, but strive for order. Use the tools of inclusiveness to create a cohesive team structure. Don't put alligators in the moat. As Shakespeare wrote in As You Like It, a fool thinks himself to be wise, but a wise man knows himself to be a fool. If you are a leader, keep pushing. If you are a team member, do the same. Careful of your prepositions. A simple change from for to with can mean the difference between success and failure. The difference between having a good team versus having a spectacular one. How people see their roles in the work environment can go a long way to creating a positive winning attitude. And a culture of can-do. The opposite is also true. If people perceive they are only a cog in the wheel, then they will behave accordingly. So ask yourself the question, if you are in charge, do people work for you or with you? Follow up with the why. Now, for team members, do you work for or with your immediate superior? How does that reflect in your attitude and perception towards what you do? My new book, You Can't Lead from the Back of the Room, Nor Should You, is now available on Audible as an audiobook download. If you like what you have heard here today, please consider downloading a copy or two. You can always send one to a friend. Go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now and follow the instructions to order.